All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome inside the 360 Sports Show. I am Adrian Fazelli. He is Christian Lauber, and we are breaking down the biggest stories from the past week in sports. Did, uh, I don't know, did a lot happen last going week, on? Christian? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know how we're going to fill even a half hour here. Oh, wait. Literally, the sports world exploded again in the past week. Uh, all of the things which we had put in the ball locker have to come out. We said we'd keep them there until uh, news broke. Well, la-di-da. You know, we do a show on a Monday, and Tuesday is when the bombs started dropping. Uh, the sports bombs, that is. Sorry. Uh, and so... I don't even know where to start. Should we go in, like, chronological order here? Um, wherever we go, if you want to reach us, you can in the comment section of any of the live streams on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, and if you're one of our podcast listeners, you can hop on in. Email the show. Do it. The360sportshow at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So, uh, Christian, how should we attack just the just barrage of big items that we have to get through here this evening? Uh, well, I think we should start with what we, I think, started with last week. Maybe I could have that wrong. I don't know. But baseball, I think, is the number one uh, because it's not going to take a lot of time. It's it is what it is. Paradoxically, I mean, they, when baseball actually takes a lot of time, in reality, discussing it very brief. So, uh, yeah, how about now. you? How about you uh, give us the rundown then uh, of what has happened? I mean, look, you can do the CB the whole CBA thing on your whole uh, on your own time. Like, go read about it. But they agree to a deal. That's basically it. The owners and the players agree to a deal. So. And they are going to have a full season, a full 162, which I think is okay for the game. Would they have been hurting too much if they lost, like, you know, eight games, 156, like they, you know, or something like that, 154, 156? No. Um, I think it would have been fine either way. But at least they agreed to a deal. And some of the stuff that I care about is not going to be happening until 2024. Yep. Um, so that's not ideal. But uh, I I'm glad they got something done, and hopefully they can kind of roll towards the rule changes and things like that because as a fan and spectator those are the things i care about those aren't coming now so you know good for baseball getting a deal done and we should have a flurry of uh free agency moves here going forward i guess my reaction is like i guess this isn't the deal that major league baseball wanted where are all these things that are going to be that were supposed to be great for the game uh and great for the fans like you said there's some changes there's you know the a pitch clock maybe uh, some changes about the shift coming in 2024 or, or beyond. Who knows? It's like we've decided to start deciding that we'll decide to do something. Right. Um, one rule change. And, and the thing is, though, it's like typical. There's always another thing. It's like that nobody even cared about. Like, well, we're going to we're we are announcing that as part of this agreement, we have uh, agreed to discuss that we will be altering the size of the base. Who, who cares? Who cares about you know that? What? It, it's kind of can a you, weird. Can you give me a reason? I, 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 this is something talking about out of left field. Why does I that matter? I don't know the exact statistic, but uh, in they did try this out in the minor leagues, and I guess it it propped up uh, stolen bases a couple percentage points. So it makes the okay. game more interesting. It adds an element there. I mean. Look, as a as a person reading the thing, you're not going to really care. And the statistic, I, I don't know exactly what it is. I think it was a couple of percentage points. So it creates more of, um, I don't know, so, some type of 
gamesmanship more stolen bases equals you know a little bit you can't shift anymore so i mean like are we talking like are the bases gonna be like this big like that would be cool if the bases are yeah yeah they're gonna be jumbo size like uh mlb slugfest 2001 or something yeah yeah yeah. we're gonna have the big giant bat and they're also going back to uh jumbo aluminum bats as well Yeah, no, but I think that's the reason. I mean, it, it leads to more stolen bases, which leads to more throws down to second. And um, I don't know. It's just it, th- there's a split inch there that could matter in terms of, you know, you need a big steal in a game. You put a guy in and that that could matter in terms of, well, now it's a little bit, you know, MLB is all about statistics. If it's per two percentage points higher and they have a chance to get yeah. someone in scoring position, they'll do it. I don't know. I, I think aside from if you were – excited to see games like I-, I want games i need games now this is great for you because you're gonna get that and you're gonna get the full season uh if you're someone like me i think we'd agree like want to see actual substantive changes some awareness on the part of major league baseball that it has a problem this is not like uh you know we'll think about you know no there is a problem um and I don't know how long Major League Baseball could go. Like, the NFL has the same problem where there's a disconnect. The NFL serves its owners. It, it really doesn't care. Whenever the players come to the bargaining table and they're up, all they do is they just sliver off another little bit of piece of the pie and say, oh, yeah, here's all these things you could do. How about we just give you, like, 1% more money? And, and, and 50-50. Um, so, like, they always just kind of keep kicking the can. Now, the NFL is an insane product. It just keeps raking in cash and ratings over and over and over. It can get away with it for now. How long can Major League Baseball sustain, like, viewers not interested, feeling like the game is not going somewhere? Like, eventually, MLB, commissioner, owners, have to stop just saying, well, let's do this because it's going to maximize our profits and realize that at the end of the day, if people don't want to watch you will not make your money. It's a game. The game has to be fun to watch. There's no law that says baseball is played every year. I'm sure they feel that way, but it is not a, a state. They still make run. a load of money, though. They, they do, but I wonder for for I wonder with baseball for how long, um, because it depends on ads. That's how they make their money. That's how the networks sure. they make their money from the networks. Networks make their money from selling ads. Yeah, I mean, we say baseball is dying, right? But it's really not. I mean, it's not like it's going to ever be nothing, but it's just, it's going to be falling by the wayside in terms of, at least for me, I mean, it's not, it's probably at the bottom of my list for the four major sports here in in the U.S. So it's like, they have to do something. And I think the changes, not only the shift is good, getting rid of that whole, you know, data and Excel spreadsheet of when to shift and why are you shifting here as opposed to there and all that crap, get rid of that, and and also the pitch clock. So, limited shifts, pitch clock, uh, the stolen base, uh, the the base, the bases, bigger bases thing. You want to throw that in, sure. The international draft again, like this is all stuff, uh, especially from like an owner standpoint. In the other sports, you do not see the players get a say in like, uh, okay, so in hockey, we're going to take out both blue lines and put in a green line in uh, like two inches this way. The players don't get a say in that. They just, they they go out and they're, they play. And baseball, it's completely different for whatever reason. And and you hear it some from players, but also old timers like, uh, why are they trying to change the game? It's been around since night. Because you have to change with the times. It's the same exact thing as the NFL has changed. The rule changes in the NFL go off every single year. And it's not like the players are coming in saying no, yes, no, yes, no, and doing a survey. The coaches and the owners, they get a say in this, and that's that. The players go play. 
Yep. So it's like MLB is weird with this stuff, and I hope they actually come through with these changes here sooner than later. Unfortunately, two it's years. Like, you know, 23, <laughs> 2023, 2024, whatever. Giddy the, up. In in the minors, it's this stuff is is clearly working. I mean, it's gonna, you know, not even if it's half an hour off of a game, it's huge. Yeah. So they have to get to that point. We will see. I'm waiting for that. That's what I'm excited for. So I guess we'll check in in two years. Uh, Colin says, can't wait to start watching some baseball games here and there in 2023. Pitch clock, baby. Limited shifts. Hell yeah. Also, he points out, like you said, more inches of bases equals more stolen bases. Um, the nerds will figure out a way around that. They'll start, you know, oh, you you know, we got to start throwing earlier. There'll be some change. That's They'll be in adapting to that. Uh, so, anywho, so uh, baseball's back. Are you excited? I don't know. Playoff uh, baseball. Also, Colin says, also the league and the players renegotiating every five years as opposed to every ten, yeah, like most of the sports, and still rarely changing their product is annoying. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. You know? It's because baseball is so far out there compared to the NHL, the NBA, and the NFL. They're just so far on their own trajectory. It's just it just makes no sense half the time. They're it's, like Pluto. It's, it's just like notice how the other three keep viewership. It's very compelling. It's people will talk about these sports. Baseball, it's like, you know, my dad's dad's gonna talk about it or my dad's gonna talk about it, but like the young viewership that's kind of growing up here, they need the rule change. They need a speedier game. It's just the way it is. Do you think major league major league baseball must have a TikTok account, right? I would you think, think they so. do. I, can't I wonder what they don't. I wonder what their TikTok content is like. <laughs> God, <laughs> we can effort that at some at some other point during during. But the hey, show the Red Sox got to do some moves here. Hey, that could be a, that on. could that could wind up being a hot or a not. If you know, uh, yeah, MLB sure, yeah. TikTok. How's their TikTok game? That's how they're gonna get the young viewers. Pretty soon, that's what's gonna happen. We're already seeing the like move to like. Amazon streaming and Yahoo Sports has like Thursday night football and such and such. You're going to be like TikTok, the exclusive home of the World Series. And also, just one more thing before we move on, too. They also took away the the stuff that I liked from last year, too. I don't know if you saw this. Seven inning doubleheaders are no longer a thing. I yeah. like those more than nine innings because it's shorter. And then the other thing was they Putting the no guy on second, second. Yeah. Right? Taking a guy off second bait. Like, are we just going to have 17 inning games? It's a 162-game season. The second base rule makes all the sense in the world. You start inning number 10 or 11, whatever you want to put it at, there's a guy in second, and it makes the game more exciting. Yeah. It's like kind of like a shootout. Instead, nope, here we go. Red Sox, the Yankees, in the middle of freaking July, we're going to have a five-hour game to 2 a.m. Like, who's who's watching that? Guarantee you half the viewership that they see on their little – thing that says oh our viewership's at two million it's really like 1.8 million or snoozing on their couch <laughs> yeah yeah fell asleep they got the the remote in their hand yeah but hey <laughs> they count <laughs> I also i realized that i just gave i gave people a great little uh screenshot there so nice. that'll probably come back to roost grab that colin real quick <laughs> quick dump it dump it um all right, so yeah, baseball's back. Um, 
The games will be coming soon. They're going to have spring training. Got to still got to do. Got to. You know. And also, they're still. I mean, we'll probably talk about this weeks going forward because the NFL will slow down eventually at some point in time. Uh, I don't think so. There will be some free agents for MLB coming out at some point. Carlos Carlos Correa still hasn't had a contract, so Schwarber, another one. Rizzo, I heard Freddie oh. Freeman's interested in going to the uh, to the um, and Freeman, Blue Jays. Yeah. yeah, Blue Jays, Dodgers, they're all in the mix. Yeah, so there's going to be some movement still. Yeah. All right, so baseball, check. That was one thing. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just tick over each of these dominoes as, as they came. Uh, next up was... Mr. Aaron, well, hold on. So Aaron Rodgers, all the reports come out that he is getting a contract extension. Four years, $200 million. Before we debate if how stupid I think that is for the Packers, um, is, is has this been confirmed, confirmed? Because Aaron Rodgers that same day was like, People saying I agree to some contract extension are misinformed. I will be in Green Bay next year, but this is all lies. Has there been any follow-up with this? I have not heard ever since that that his tweet that he sent out. I have not heard. I Because I just thought that was so... It's also hard to keep track of because everybody else is flying off the shelves too. It's just like ridiculous here. <laughs> Pro football talk because I just... Put in Aaron Rodgers to try to now that Tom Brady is coming back. <gasps> we haven't gotten to that yet. Aaron Rodgers can retire and not be overshadowed by Brady at the Hall of Fame ceremony in five years. And <laughs> uh, that the Aaron Rodgers deal coming. So I guess it's still. You know what it is? Like it looks like they're they're probably waiting for whatever reason money or something. Yeah, they're like getting all their other ducks in a row. Um, that's what it would seem. Seem to be. I mean, he basically admitted he was going back to the Packers, though. I'm pretty sure in that tweet. So, <laughs> here we go. This this is just within the hour from Pro Football Talk. Six days after announcing he was returning to the Packers, Aaron Rodgers still hasn't signed his new deal, but he will, right? Who changes their mind after only six days, other than Tom Brady? <laughs> that would be of all the things that have happened this week. Would be for Aaron Rodgers, who technically is not signed a deal, <laughs> somehow be like, you know what? A Brady's coming back. Um, I like what Miami. The AFC. Miami. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Let's go to Miami. You know what? I love New York. I want to go to the Jets. I don't know. The Jets. Honestly, I wouldn't put anything past that guy at this point. Oh yeah, no. Um, I mean, which he's is Poncho Karma. Which is why. At least on the face, we're going to assume he signs his deal and that he's coming back. And he's going to be with the Packers for a long time. For now, for those weird. balls go back in the locker. I, I'll say that. Yeah. Until we hear definitively, the oh, okay. he's, he's are back he's in the still locker. relegated to the ball yeah, locker? the ball locker, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's We'll hit on this one thing. We can Because we will have time, I guess, when it becomes official. Hopefully it happens during the show. Um is that a smart deal for the Packers? Like, if if you if you're looking at it and saying like, you're say you're a Packers fan, do you like this this deal that they're going to give him four more years and two hundred million dollars? Forgetting like the cap ramifications, like cap jail, none of that matters. But just like, should the Packers do this? Uh, if you're asking me, no. But uh, what other choice do they have? Because they haven't drafted a quarterback that can play. I don't know how good Jordan Love actually is. So. Not that he's had the time, but when he's gotten in there, he hasn't looked great. So, 
I, I just don't know whether what are they going to do tank for a year and draft a quarterback I guess but if if Aaron Rodgers Mr. Panchakarma went on his retreat and now wants to be there and everything um then I think it's fine if all he wants is the money in the years then sure they can you know they'll have the best quarterback in the league until it comes to the playoffs when you have to win a game and then they'll choke it out again but it's like it's kind of the same old story, so I'm not surprised. I mean, I, I just don't know what other, what other choice they have. So, yeah, I mean, they have they have no better option, right? They're not gonna. There's no move to make that makes them better. You become immediately, drastically, significantly worse if you were to say, you know what, Aaron, we're done. Yeah. But four more years. I mean, we thought last year would be a lame duck year. And it, it wasn't. He was an MVP. He he performed outside after like after the first two weeks, and you were like, "That's not Aaron Rodgers out there. That that's like a double." Um, you Pretty know, much. it's a clay model. Um, so I wonder. I would be concerned that you know he's not Peyton Manning. He's not Tom Brady. Um, he's not one of these guys that you look at and say every single year there's just this drive. And there's this motivation to win. I think the guy likes, I think he wants to play football. I don't question his desire to play football. I question his desire to go win championships. He himself has never said, he even said last year, they were talking about this, about him. Like, do you feel this pressure? And he's like, not really. Like I, right. I won. Yeah. He's always been that way. One. So I, I would look at it like, what do we do? He has, he has two if, MVPs. So. If you're the, if you're the Packers, you know, you're you're gonna ride this guy for four more years and just and give and give a guy that hasn't won you anything in ten years two hundred million dollars. I get it. You know, Josh Allen, you're in your twenties. You 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 feel like you've got another decade of his ability. Sure. Aaron Rodgers is already what thirty seven. He'll be forty one at the end of this deal. I don't know. He's not exactly durable either. Um. So I don't know how it will will play out for them. In the long run, if it happens. Um, so we'll see. Colin says, I think he confirmed the signing but refused the terms or at least confirmed the agreement, not the actual signing. Apparently, it's making it hard for them to come to terms with Devontae Adams, who I believe they just franchise tagged. Yeah, but he uh, said he's not going to play on it. Yeah. So especially after he saw, like, the Christian Kirk deal. Um, like, yeah, look come on out. now. Um, so it's – You think that guy has any uh... – <laughs> and he's like to stand on. I think he's probably going to be the highest paid receiver ever. Oh, Adams. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to keep him. You, think, you have to keep him. You want Aaron Rodgers to stay. You want him to be happy and help you win. You need Devonte Adams. You are not going to throw Aaron Rodgers back out there with Devin Lazard and Shernelius Cornell Bunting, whatever his name is. Like, your, did you just make up a name like Key and Peel or something? I did. <laughs> is that what that was? Um, uh, oh, who's our guy that we came up with, that you came up with with Matt, basketball player? Oh, um, I don't remember. We'll have to roll tape have on to, that. I'd have to look at it. It was very generic white guy name. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, Colin also says the Kirk signing is atrocious. Yeah. What were the exact terms of that, by the way? Christian Kirk. Four years Four year, eighty four million dollars yeah. for a third wide receiver. Like, 
I think he's a pretty good player, but I'm not paying him that. He's, he is, he's a good player. I mean, he was highly regarded coming out of, of college. But, you know, when you, you look great, when you got DeAndre Hopkins on one side and A.J. Green on the other. And Andy you don't Isabella. like the receiver in uh, Jacksonville? Allen Robinson? Yeah, I don't know. It'll help Trevor Lawrence. We know that. For sure. I hope. Um. I don't know. We'll have to see. We will see how it plays out uh, for for Green Bay. Uh, so that news came out. Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay. And everybody said, well, that kind of like puts a stop on the quarterback carousel. Like kind of like now everybody, maybe this is just going to be status quo. Everyone will stay where they are. Not much is going to happen. And within 20 minutes, Russell Wilson was traded to the Denver Broncos. Um, the AFC West is now absolutely stacked. I think odds are, by rule, right, you could have a divisional winner and two other wildcard teams, and those two teams could be from a division. All four teams in that division could hypothetically win 12 games, and one of them doesn't make the playoffs. It's going to be really hard for one or, or it's going to be really hard for two or th- even three to make the playoffs, though. Maybe not two, but it's going to be tough for the, that division to get into the playoffs. That's for sure. And and but I think all four teams could have great records. It's oh, hundred percent. Be- that's what I'm saying, though. It's like one of those teams is just kind of sol. I mean, it's like yeah. What can you you can go twelve and four and still be knocked out? Yeah, yeah. The twelve and five Christian. We have to remember the extra game. Oh yeah, screw that again. Whatever. <laughs> twelve and four. <laughs> We're just gonna keep saying twelve and four. Um. So yeah, your thoughts on the Russell Wilson trade uh and i will pull up the exact terms of that deal uh i love it for denver i mean i think denver's pretty much in the driver's seat for a quarterback away situation i think they they struggled last year but i think you get a guy like russell wilson if he's healthy and 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 ready to go they have guys around him that can play their defense is already pretty good i think they were top three top five in the league and in offensive scoring defensively and I mean, Russell Wilson, in my mind, is a stud. And if, he, if he's in the right situation, like now he should be, uh, they're, they're a team to uh, to definitely fear in that uh, in the AFC. And it's just, hey, look, it's another AFC team getting better. Meanwhile, uh, the New England Patriots are just getting worse. So um, these teams are all kind of stacking the deck. I mean, the AFC looks ridiculous right now. Uh, we'll get into some of the other moves. But just in terms of Russell Wilson to the Broncos, I mean, I think they're – I like them as like maybe the third or fourth team in the AFC now. I mean, I think they're, I think he's that good, and I think they're that close without a quarterback. And now they have the, uh, you know, the star quarterback, and that's really what it is in the league. I mean, you just look at the teams across the board. That's what it is. Why is it so difficult to find the exact details of this trade online again? Here we go. Uh, the Broncos have agreed to trade Drew Lock, Noah Fant tight end defensive lineman Shelby Harris two first round picks number nine overall and next year's two second round picks 2022 40 overall and next year's 2023 and a 2022 fifth round selection to Seattle for Wilson and I love that they had to throw in this 2022 fourth round pick (laughs) I don't know why if there's some provision about trading picks there has to be like some sort of pick coming back in a I, Russell Wilson wasn't good enough 
the Broncos were like, or Seattle. You know, I mean, you know, uh, they're giving up a lot. That, you know, um, can you give a back pick. a fourth round pick? Can you? <laughs> it's just funny to see that happen. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's it makes the AFC West crazy. Uh, that division is going to be so much fun to watch. Um, it's great for Denver. This is now like their MO now. It's like get veteran quarterback, ride his coattails, suck for a couple of years. Oh, get another veteran quarterback. Um, All so, I have to say is, you know, Josh, you took a, you took a pretty good situation out there in, uh, in Las Vegas, but I think you're number four in that division now. Oh, Just yeah. by default. So good luck. Yeah, I, I certainly think so. I mean, Russell Wilson is basically he's he's a borderline MVP candidate every year um, with what he can do. Um, and I think being in Denver, I mean, think about the moon balls that that guy threw in Seattle. Oh, through yeah, like well, rain I mean, and wind that. and sleet. Now what he's going to be able to do in Denver is going to be fun to watch. Uh, that's why I was fascinated to see if Aaron Rodgers went there. Because, again, that guy's got a cannon and could probably launch it from one end zone to the next in the course of play. Yeah. Um, so it's great for Denver. Like you said, bad for teams like the Raiders. Um, the chargers are trying to big boy up and position themselves to finally like hit another gear. Um, we'll see if that can happen. Um, they've been kind of like beating against that, that door for the last few years. Um, but got some good players today, didn't they? They did. Um, we can, we can hit on those in a bit. Um, but yeah, I love this. I love this deal. I love this trade. It, it made sense for Seattle to just cut bait. I would wonder, you have traded Mac Jones for Russell Wilson. Would I have traded Mac Jones for Russell Wilson? You got to think about the contract though. No, yes. I 100% would have traded Mac Jones for Russell Wilson. You got to think about the cap. No cap. I, I, that I big would, cap hit. I would 100% have traded Mac Jones. And I like Mac Jones. Um, but now I like Mac Jones as a developing guy with upside on a rookie contract with a team around him. The, the, the where's the team going? <laughs> and I mean, offense and defense. Oh, they need, uh, a, they need help everywhere. Yeah. Um, so right Happy now, back. right now, uh, I, I would hunt anybody who says they wouldn't take Russell Wilson. It's just they're lying. lying to themselves. They're just lying. Uh, they're delusional. Um, Colin in the comment section. Uh, da, 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 da. I think he's talking about Christian Kirk still. I like the guy and everything. Think he's underrated, but yeah, no thank yeah. you. Uh, the 360 Sports Show. We reject your 17-game reality and substitute our own. Yes, we actually we always do that here on the 360 Sports Show. He also says Wilson going to a great roster. That's why it's a team that made sense. I mean, they kind of like the way Tampa made sense for for Brady. You just looked at the roster and said, like, oh my god, you get a like elite quarterback with this roster, they could blow it out of the water. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely think that that's um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great for them, and I ain't going to be great for at least one to two other teams in that division who had hopes. Um, the Chiefs, we expect to still be the Chiefs, um, but the Chargers and the Raiders, this definitely uh, throws a wrench into their plans. Um, some of the other quarterback news, you know, Kirk Cousins stays, right? 
Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's going to Miami. And uh, Deshaun Watson is legally out of trouble. Still has to worry about some civil court stuff. The rumors are kind of flying. Oh, where could he go now? Is this team interested? Is that team interested? Now teams are falling out uh, again of of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Um, Christian, your thoughts on if if Deshaun Watson does indeed get traded or moved at all this year? You know, whether it be between now and the conclusion of the draft. Yeah, I mean, I I just have no idea of this situation anymore. Like, they, there's so many rumors about him being moved, so I have to believe it'll happen eventually. But where he's going, I don't know. I guess Indy is it's not going to happen because they're in the same division. The Steelers just picked up Trubisky. I doubt they're going to go after Watson now. Um, so I don't know where this situation leads. Ultimately, I I don't know where in the end he would be traded. I would assume maybe in the NFC if that's where they want to send them, but also who knows about Miami now because the owner situation and, and the, the lawsuit there. So the whole thing is a mess, uh, quite frankly, and I, I just I don't know where this ends in. It, it's going to be him playing somewhere, I would imagine, but where the hell that is, I, I feel like names are coming off the board here more and more, so I, I don't know where he ends up. Yeah, I guess the latest rumor yesterday, you know, from a, uh, from a verified, from a blue checkmark source, um, the Saints and Panthers – uh, according to Ian Rappaport, have made offers to the Texans, uh, and that Watson is expected to meet with them. Um, there's other teams involved. Uh, That's but- right. Panther- Panthers, Saints, I guess. But, like, uh, what does that look like, ultimately? Who knows if those teams back out? We don't even And, and what, honestly, are you going to get for him now? Like, yeah. teams know you want to trade him. Like I, I honestly think I think he'd be good with, in Carolina, to be honest with you. But yeah, uh, he would be. Um, but I come back to this over and over again. Whether it's been a, he's not even under a suspension. He's just not playing. Right, right. Um, guys who don't play, let the Le'Veon Bell's who sit out for a year. They want to hold out. They want to get. It, you don't ever come back the same. And Mm -hmm. so, like, we have this image of Deshaun Watson. Can he reclaim that on the field? I don't. I don't know. Um, Oh yeah, no, I'm not worried about on the field. I think he's. I mean, yeah, he's he's still young, so obviously it's not like he's going to have. And and obviously, I I assume he's staying in shape. Um, But I do think there's going to be a tail off from having not played in an actual game. Since when? Sometime in 2020? Yep. It's got to be now, yep. So. Probably the last game he played was he beat the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Like every so time he was up there, he beat him. That's, that's difficult. Um, and I got to imagine by now the offers that they're getting are probably, you know, very low compared to what they thought they would get. Yeah. Um, Colin says, I wonder if Judon, who is hustling hard for Allen Robinson, is willing to renegotiate his own deal to make it possible. Answer, absolutely not. Yeah, no. no. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that, the Patriots in, in free agency, and I don't know. This or whole lack thing, thereof. This whole thing, guys, just on Twitter, 
messaging back and forth, you know, adding each other. Hey, I'll be honest. If I don't know if is that... able to recruit Bobby Wagner and Nellon Robinson, I will give him a, a pay raise of a million dollars. How about that? If that works, somehow I feel like, hey, Matt, could you, um, you think you could help us, like, try and reach out to these guys and, you know, see where they're at and see if they'd be interested in coming here. Tell them a bit about our culture and what's going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's sure. all about the culture. I mean, uh, at Bobby culture, yeah. W, what up, dog? Call me. <laughs> Call yeah. me. I don't know if that's necessarily what the hardcore uh, pitch what they what they had in mind. Um, okay, so now and now, drumroll, please. The moment we've all been waiting for. Uh, this news came. Is it only yesterday? I'm so lost. My brain is so so fried. Does this only happen on Sunday? The Brady news, right? Correct. Or Saturday? Uh, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, which was Wait. yesterday. Yes, it was. It was. Wait. Yeah, yeah. It was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody get me some coffee. Um, to not many surprise, Tom Brady officially unretires and is coming back for a twenty-third season. I want to read his exact statement. We will not make up words. We will not parse words. We will find the exact words from the man. This is what he says. In a tweet, 7.13 p.m. Yeah, yesterday. These past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. By the way, when I first started reading this, I thought there was going to be like a twist somewhere where it was about like playing for like doing some sort of cryptocurrency thing. Um, not an actual unretirement. Anywho, that time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates, and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business. L-F-G. <laughs> Not totally what, surprising. What is that, 40, 41 days? <laughs> yeah, as Just many days as he is old. Uh, yeah. No, that would have to be 43 days. Or 44. Jeez. Um, we're going to talk about that in a second. Age and... options for Brady. We all know Tom's age and contract situation. We don't need to talk Mm. about it. So here's what I want to know. I I think we all had reservations when he initially retired. The way that whole thing got bungled. If if this was even really it, there was a sense that all the rumors about San Fran uh, coming up. And I I wonder if his plan was to say, because Steve Young said this, He's retired from Tampa Bay. There's only one team, and he said he's retired from New England. There's only one team who he is not retired from, and that is the 49ers. That is his dream. That is what he wants. He wants to go back there, finish his career where his dreams, his literal dreams started to play for the 49ers. That'd be a sweet-looking jersey. And so he has to obviously be traded there. And they asked Bruce Arians a week ago, Hey, if Tom wanted to come out of retirement and was interested in going to another team, would you guys, you know, w- w- what would that look like? And he was just like, that was, that's not going to happen. No shot. No, not, he's playing for us. That's what he said. Uh, so <laughs> I wonder now, because it's convenient that Brady decides I'm coming back the day before free agency. When he can talk all these guys into coming back to Tampa, 
He can help Tampa out, get a whole bunch of guys come back on nice, friendly deals, and be like, all right, I did something for you. Now trade me to San Fran. Or I retire again. No shot. Come on! No shot? You... No shot. All right, Christian. We we initially, you said it at 12% that he was not actually retired. I said like 20. Um, now it, now it ends up, it happened. What are the odds he even actually is playing? I believe he's playing. He's 100% playing this year for, he's 100% playing football. Is he playing for the Buccaneers this year? Yes. 100%. Uh, 98%. 98%. Which is, I think, where you initially started. Initially, the day, the moment Brady announced his retirement. And then you worked your way up to 12 as more and more of it got kind of just completely screwed up. I don't know. I still would wonder if, if a trade is, is possible or, or in the works. Um, we would never get this answer. We'd have to infer it. Um, like... Hey, they did trade him, but like I, I find it hard to believe that they would trade him, especially after Arians said Arians is kind of like he's just kind of like a bumbler. He just like speaks and it ends up being factual because he doesn't he he like he just can't help him help himself, I guess. But because um, he never shuts up, but he, he just he already said, like, if he's coming back, we got plenty of money for him uh, and he's going to play for us. That's it. So and he met with the Glazers. I, I just find it hard to believe that they're going to trade him now and. And also, that would mean they just give him all the leverage and all he wants. I don't think so. I think the reason he retired in the first place probably is because he wanted out of Tampa Bay to go somewhere else. And they said, hell no, we're not trading you. We're not getting rid of you. Uh, if you want to play, you're playing here. And so he said, okay, I'm retiring. And then they were like, okay, fine. You you can go ahead and retire. And then 40 days later, he's like, okay, I'm playing 23rd season with Tampa Bucks. So... I just find it hard to believe they're going to trade him at this point. I was going to say, so like, what do you think happened? Was this just a, I'm mad and I'm going to take my ball and leave? Um, or did he actually seriously want to consider retirement? You know, it wasn't a sham. I just, I, I literally think he retired to try to play, try to get in like a pissing match with them to gain leverage to facilitate some type of move. Cause I do think he wanted to move at the end of the season. That's, that is what I believe. That's what's been out there, uh, you know, going around. So, and then they said no. And so he was like, okay, fine. I'm going to play. Cause I don't think he ever had a, any intention of retiring past this year. Um, unless he was going to be playing for Tampa and then he retires and he comes back anyway. So, and especially with Gronk is probably going to be back there. I just I find it hard to believe they would facilitate any type of trade for him. Do we think this is actually the end? He probably won't say so. I don't think he'll want the victory tour. Well, I mean, let's see because he he could get a Does new he contract. play one no. year and then just sign with San Fran? I mean, it's definitely possible that he goes elsewhere after the year, but he also could get a new contract. We don't know. So, I mean, he could get more money here, he could get another year, whatever. I don't know what the hell he wants to do. I, yeah. I lost track and I kind of give up. Just just play or don't play and just like don't don't say I want to go spend time with my family and my kids for two weeks out of the offseason, which you do anyway, and then just come back and play football. Just say you're playing football. No, it's fine. We all know yeah. you want to play. You're still at the top of your game. You're still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So just play. Do is there any concern that this is Brett Favre esque? 
Has he oh, reached that? Yeah. Has has I think it depends on how he plays. If he comes back and is the Brady we saw last year, or at least some semblance of that, then no, that that immediately gets wiped out. It's like you just you just kind of like thought you were done. You realized that wasn't for you. Maybe maybe your family realized it wasn't for them. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you know, you returned to the game and you were fine. Uh, if he if because everybody said what was great about it is what other elite player, how many elite players like that walk away and say, man, they could have done more. Usually it's guys who retire early, not guys who are like 44, soon to be 45 years old. And you say, who knows? He he did everything and probably still could have done more. Now, if he comes back and he, for some reason, I, I highly doubt it, sucks. Has an awful year, you know, and by awful, I mean his standards of awful, like 2013 Patriots, awful, you know, 20 something touchdowns, mid teens picks, you know, less than 4,000 yards, like, eh. like maybe has some big plays here and there, but is like not what he was doing last year, which is almost throwing 50 touchdowns. Yeah. Um, that will hurt his legacy, I think. And I just wonder what Tom wants. You know, I think this is this is going to be some of the narrative is, you know, Rob Ninkovich said this today on the radio. A guy who has made all the money, is set for life, has won everything in this league. What's the motivation? Like, why? What are you what are you what are you searching for? What are you hoping to achieve or accomplish? When is it enough? And, I mean, nobody thought Brady, you know, clearly because of his performance, Brady is not looked at like a guy that's just hanging on and can't let go. Do we see that? If he plays a year in Tampa and is good, not great, and then wants to keep playing, Tampa says, thank you very much, have a great life, and he decides to go somewhere else and keep playing till he's 47, 48, 50. Um I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You know, he could honestly, the with quarterback no play in the way <laughs> no the guy, way. no, I'm saying 50. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know about 50 60. either. I think by 47, 48, I think we'll see, uh, we'll see Tom. That TB 12 mess is going to be running real, which, which is an insane thing to think about. He is, he could be like 47 and still playing in the NFL. There's guys who yeah, don't make it till 27. Now. Oh, no, what he's done is remarkable. That's that, and and you know, comparing it to Brett Favre, it's a different situation because Favre was at a different point, I guess, in his career. He's not as good as Brady, but the the will he won't he is definitely Favre-esque. I mean, there's no debating that. It's like hopefully it's only a one year thing, and we don't have to do this every year. Every year, everybody knows he's coming back. Um, I don't know where he goes from here. I mean, he's going to play out the year, obviously. I think at least on Tampa as of now. And then, you know, you'll see what happens if he wants to do one more and one more and one more. I I think what's crazy, though, for him, his longevity has kind of left him nothing else, in a sense. If you think about it, like, if he, a lot of players who get into coaching, like, NFL coaches, some of them have, like, just been coaches their whole life. They played college. Maybe they played a year in the league. They just got right into coaching in their 20s. Or they were college coaches. They jumped to the pros. You know, look at guys like Josh McDaniels. Look, look at Bill Belichick, lifelong coach, right? Um, Brady 
you know, and, and the players that maybe like play to their thirties, retire, look at like the Troy Browns, right? Right now on, in, in, just to use a new England example, guy who played into his early thirties, retired seven, eight years, almost after that kind of started kicking the tires on helping out almost a full decade after retiring started kind of being a presence. And then not until like 13 years after he was done playing uh, granted at this point, he's like just now 50 starting to kind of get into it full time still ripped though still jacked um one of my all-time favorite patrons guys in shape tom is still playing now he has no coaching experience and i honestly don't think he would make a good coach no, he would, great he players don't make good coaches because especially at this point he's not going to like be one of these guys who retires in the next year's on a sideline holding a clipboard being an assistant quarterbacks coach. He's Tom Brady. He's going to look at whoever he's coaching and be like, you suck. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to win another Super Bowl, And then he's going to come be the head coach of the Patriots. Watch. <laughs> that would be insane. Um, I think he's kind of left himself this, you know, no room. Like he can't, how did, how does, I think he needs football. How does he stay? How does he keep football in his life? Oh yeah. I don't think he's going to be, he would, he's, he would not make a good TV personality that's just never been what he's really into he's not peyton manning as crazy and cool it would be for a network to have the two of them uh together on like a yeah, Sunday get eli show. out of there and bring in uh Brady. yeah or um, give give peyton eli and brady How about he's that? not gonna be a coach he's never ever ever even expressed any desire for that and i don't think he'd be any good at it so really it's kind of like well once you're done maybe get into ownership right because even if he retired he's gonna want to wait a few five, six, seven years before he starts to get into those things so that that emotional attachment and that feeling of, I can just beat him. Why am I going to like be up here or, you know, on the sideline? I should be on the field because I'm better than all these people out here. You got to let that fade away. Um, I'll wonder the longer it goes with Brady. I think maybe that's part of the motivation. What is there? I mean, ever all these in, in a way he's so different from everybody but he's really no different than anybody else in this respect. The only thing I could it. see is uh, part of an ownership group. That's the only thing. I mean, there's uh, there's yes. been rumors of him in Miami, and yeah, obviously that that kind of got thrown to the wind because of this whole situation now in Miami. But um, yeah, I would say ownership is really the only place I could see him. I don't think he's an LA type. I don't think he's a coach or rattle off whatever you know thing you want. I think it's ownership group or maybe nothing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I think the longer if he if he comes back for this year and then signs up for another year somewhere next year the year after, especially if like say he wins a Super Bowl, it's gonna be like dude what 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 more do you want? Um, I don't know, crazy. Um, to ask and answer that question way 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 too early. Will the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl this year, Christian? Oh, Jesus, uh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna say no as well. Let's see how the um, roster shakes out. They'll be in the conversation. I don't. I don't think they do. Uh, but you're 98 percent on Brady playing in Tampa. Yes. I put 98.2 percent. 71.9 percent. As of right now, as of as of today's taping on March 14th in the year of our Lord 2022. 71.9 percent. So, uh, Colin in the comment section says Brady has said multiple times he does not want to coach. 
part owner or vice president slash GM of an NFL organization is how he would stay. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 along the lines of what it would would have to be. Um, but that doesn't come quick. I mean, we it would be unprecedented. I mean, Peyton's trying to do that right now. He's trying to get into that, and it doesn't seem like it was like all that long ago. I mean, he retired seven years ago. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. Crazy, seven years ago. Um, so all of this, all of this is with the backdrop of the New England Patriots for our New England listeners here, and. What is happening with them? Inexorably, Brady and the Patriots will always be linked. Now we could say, hey, Brady knew he wasn't going to actually retire. That's that's why he didn't give us the love. That's why he didn't. He the Tommy's still going to say all these wonderful things about us. Just wait. Just wait. It'll come. It'll someday. Um, I think, I will know you will probably put a big old John Hancock on this statement as well. I think the Patriots are screwed. Mm-hmm. I think that as good as Mac Jones is, and I really like his upside, I think they miscalculated by spending so much in free agency last year to like quickly rebuild this team. I think I think maybe some of that was a push from the crafts, like, hey, we can't have what we had last year. People are coming back. We need butts and seats. Go spend the money. Build a team. But really, by the time Mac Jones is ramped up, we'd expect to be like carrying, helping you win a championship. Most of the guys that are on this roster are going to be gone. Either they're not re-signing them, or they're going to be old and retired. And so I feel like they're just like this kind of stuck little in this stuck little spot right now where you want to invest in the team because there is talent there. But in a way, I feel like they shouldn't spend any money because they're not winning squat this year. This defense is not going to be good enough to go win you a championship. The offense you hope to continue to grow and maybe carry more of the load, but look at the rest of the AFC. (laughs) I mean, and the Chargers just stole J.C. Jackson from you because they said front load the deal, make they it so New got, England can't uh, do this. They also got Khalil Mack. Uh, it's it's teams adding around you, and you're sitting there basically just you just got pantsed. Yeah, which I, in and this case, not only did you get pants, your underwear is on the back of the door, and you're just hanging there by your <laughs> tidy whities. That's basically what's happening. <laughs> just like. Seesaw. Just waiting. You're gonna have to wait till 2025 now with baseball rules. Like... <laughs> okay, Christian. What happens? Here we go. We got it. Question of the week. Which happens first? Patriots win the Super Bowl. Pitch clock in Major League Baseball. Pitch clock. <laughs> Easy. That's the easiest question of the day so far. I gotta agree. Yeah, it, it again. It's it. It can be hard admitting that something is wrong. It's the first step. Um, I, I think I just the don't Patriots think this... are going to be almost identical to they were last year. So it's probably like ten and seven. And I think the schedule is going to be harder though. Nine and eight, something like that. They're going to be in the middle. I, I think they're going to be in the middle. And what we just said, you're going to have teams in the AFC West winning twelve games, 
12, 11, 13 games and not making the playoffs, probably? Let's play a game. I want to play a game. Okay, let's play a game. Let's play a game. I like games. I'm going to read off some teams. You tell me if they're going to be in front or behind of this team. So the Patriots this is, all right? So are the Patriots going to be better or worse than this team? Let me find a functioning writing device. And we can write all these down. What is this? Oh, it's a receipt from Dr. Squatch. I can write on that. Let's go. Hashtag ad. Just kidding. Sponsors um, of the 360 Sports Show. Yeah, hopefully. Dr. Squatch, where are you at? Uh, all right. You ready? Yeah. So are the Patriots in front of or behind this team? Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Um, I, oh, God. I feel like they should be in front. Only Wrong. They're I behind. Just, Moving I, on. I, uh, yeah, they're behind. <laughs> Kansas <laughs> City. Behind. Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Big behind. Clip that. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Behind. Your quarter, Their quarterback has already captured some mojo. He just took them to a Super Bowl. Sorry. They also just upgraded their O-line today. Ted Karras is going. They got another guy from Tampa, I think. So they're, they're, uh, they know what their problem is. The Las Vegas Raiders. With Josh McDaniels now, if they were to play each other, taking the Raiders. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Ahead. Indianapolis. Who's their quarterback? Yeah, we didn't even mention that. Talk about we forgetting other things. So much stuff. Oh, Carson Wentz. Nothing to talk about. Traded again. Yeah, who's what that? What are they doing? He stinks. Uh, I don't know, but they're going to get an upgrade somewhere. The right pick compensation that Carson Wentz has been traded for in his career is absurd. Hey, if you hey, look you know, at all the things that have been – all the assets that have been given up for I Carson know. Wentz. <laughs> Good luck. So, anyway, uh, I'm going to say ahead of Indy. Uh, say, if, say if the Colts get an upgrade there, though. Jimmy G, something like that. I'd still take the Patriots over them. Really? Even though the Colts just whooped that ass last year? They didn't whoop that ass. Uh, they were down, eh, They pretty much did. No. It was close in the end, but they sh- it wasn't really that close. Yeah, Colts are ahead. So I have them ahead of the Steelers as of right now. Uh, the Miami Dolphins. 0-2 last year against them. I know. But no more Brian Flores. I'm going to say they're ahead. ahead Chargers. Behind. I the, That one might be a toss-up if they actually play each other just because the Patriots kind of like... They do have they, like they, they have their number. Picks. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also think the upgrades there, Khalil Mack, if he's healthy, and yeah, who Jackson, Who's the Patriots' cornerbacks? Uh, yeah, it might be you and me. Who knows? We, we, <laughs> I'll take veteran minimum. Right now, yeah, I'll, I'll I, put it on the record. 100%. You give me 60K, I'll do it. 100%. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Browns. They're down. They're they're. I'm, I'm going to say they're ahead of them, only because the trajectory of what's, of what's happening in Cleveland. I think their roster probably is still better than yours. Eh? But their trajectory is going the other way. 
They play like week one, week two. I'd give Cleveland an edge. You play them in like week nine. Cleveland's already going to be like fish tailing. Yeah. Uh, I'll say they're ahead of Cleveland. I don't know about that, but Ravens. Behind. They wouldn't be able to stop Lamar Jackson. Not not, not with this team. Who's on defense? (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Broncos. I mean, we could stop the game if you want. That's already seven teams that they're not ahead of. So out of the playoffs. Uh, But we can keep going. We can see. Well, let me just wrap it up quickly, right? So you want to know who they're ahead of? (laughs) The Steelers. Well, we we haven't said. Wait, wait. We haven't even said yet. If that no, let's keep going because we don't even know there's other teams that we haven't even said they're ahead or behind of yet. The other teams they should be ahead of though. Uh, Denver. No, no, Denver. They're behind, but I'm saying the Jets, the Texans, and the Jaguars. Those are the remaining three teams. I would say they're ahead of those teams, but they're behind everybody else. Yeah. I mean, so realistically, the way we've put this, you got eight teams that are going to be fighting for seven playoff spots, and I don't think the Patriots are one of them. They could be number 10 in in the conference. Did we change, alter the playoff rules? Uh, I don't know. Nope. Yeah, they need they need some milk, uh, some significant help. Um, We'll see what comes in free agency. The only way, though, the only way this team actually builds sustainably, uh, successfully, is you have these free agent pieces you added last year. Now you have to just draft. If their if their first three picks aren't on defense, watch out. I'd be shocked. What they they're going to do a, is they're going to they're, they're they going to get a, Kyle Van Noy's of the world and get the lower barrel guys for minimum salaries. You know, McCourty's coming back. They got all their leadership back, and their locker room is going to be great. Uh, they might suck, but who cares? They have. A good I don't care if you there. give me Bobby Wagner and Hightower comes back on a veteran minimum deal. Who is playing cornerback? The biggest problem this team had last this team had last year Damn. is lack of that a poor mic. Lack of depth. No, I hit I hit I hit the arm. I didn't hit the mic, I hit the arm. The poor replay arm. will show arm contact, not mic contact. Upon further review. Upon further review. Upon further review, the Patriots have no corners. Uh well Jonathan Jones will be back, but he's a slot corner. Slot corner. Number three at best. How do we feel about um, I don't know. Is uh Mills? No. Kyle Arrington available? Who knows? I don't know. Oh, Kyle Arrington. What is, what is what is the playmaker up to these days? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Colin Colin says as well. Y'all got two number threes as your one and two corner, basically. They did. There uh, was a name. I don't know. Let me see if I can find it. Um. I mean, this feels like the guys they're going to pick up, it's going to be like the Lee Bottens of the world. Like, that's who they're going to – if they sign – A.J. Bouye got released. How do we feel about him? Mm. Mm. Better than nothing. Yeah. Let's see. Kyle Arrington no longer in the league. He last played in 2015. That's crazy. You know, granted he got benched in the Super Bowl but was a starter in 2014. Signed with the Ravens. And then just done. The average oh. NFL career. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. Actually, not even average. That's a Did, very successful NFL career. Seven years. 
Dar- if Darius Williams is not, uh, he is not fran- uh, franchise. Did, did, did he get franchised? I don't think so, right? I don't think so. Oh, he might leave the Rams. I would take him. I mean, he's got maybe some injury issues there, but I, w- I would take him for sure. I don't know. I do not like uh, comment section. What do we think of the New England Patriots as of right now? I have them as the maybe ninth best team. And yeah, and that's generous. I think they're like ten or eleven. Uh, Pete and Gansett, who I know has been a predictor of these dark days for years. Pats could be headed back to the early seventies. We'll find out who the real fans are. Dot, Not dot, me. Dot. I'm jumping ship. Later. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, yeah, see, kidding. yeah, you'd you'd say that like, nah, I'm not gonna root for this team. They're not gonna win. And every you'd come on week after week after week to complain about what happened oh, you, in the Patriots game. You you'd be like, I thought you weren't a fan anymore. It's like no, it's can't. like I, you know. it's like yeah. <laughs> That's my biggest problem. I just can't. I can't do that. You know. I can't stop. Um, I did want to check. Uh, the just NFL the sheer passion just brings out the the anger in me. He said in monotone. Uh, April 28th is the first round of the NFL draft. I do want to make sure. What day of the week is that? That is a Thursday. So we'll have to have. It's always on a Thursday. What am I doing? Um, And I look like my schedule is open. So we will once again have to have a live draft show. Because as basically like manic as we were at the end of it last year. That was fun. That was one of our more fun uh, shows because we have to fill time. We'll talk about anything and everything (laughs) to get, to get through time. Uh, And the Patriots will pick somewhere in the middle. So we'll have plenty of time to predict. They will pick somebody who we don't want. And then we'll have the remainder of the time to just vent uh, about it. So, yep. um, That is, a lot of NFL things. A whole lot of NFL things. Uh, if you have uh, any questions or comments about any of the NFL topics for our live listeners, feel free to drop those in the comment section. We will be more than happy to cycle on back to them. Uh, but we are going to move along right now. Uh, and to transition us to other topics, we're going to move to Hot and Not. It's time for Hot. Hot. You want to talk about hot. Hot. Please stop doing that. Doing what? Continue. Good. And not. God, is he a moron. Oh my God, he doesn't shut up. It's so stupid. Stupid decisions. Dum-dums. The naughtiest knot of the year. Oof. Suck fest. Suck sauce. On the 360 Sports Show. All right, Christian. Hot and not the ups, the downs, the good, the bad. Start her off. What do you have pointing upwards this week? Did you really oh. mute yourself? Uh, <laughs> I went to take a drink of water before before you had muted me for the hot knot. So then... Uh, I know what's going on my knot list. Go ahead. Proceed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been there before. I've been called worse than a knot, so I'll take it. Uh, I went with... Um, Kevin Garnett. I lost my train of thought. Kevin Garnett, because of uh, his retirement ceremony, I don't know if anybody got a chance to watch it. I'm sure a lot of people did. Until Tom Brady ruined it rudely. Um, 
Yeah, I think I just thought it was a cool moment before him. And, you know, just kind of Ray Allen back in the building was kind of nice to see. And uh, less scolding for those three. I think all three of them mattered a lot for that championship team. They should have won more, which he said, you know, with not for Kendrick Perkins injury and, and the trade for Jeff Green. Good job, Danny Ainge. Uh, and Nanad Christick, don't forget. And, and, yeah, and former number one. Was he a number one pick? Um, I don't think he's, so. He should, he should be a not, but. I would say <laughs> that <laughs> that is my hot because, uh, yeah, I just love uh, Garnett. You know, he's an all-timer for sure. Uh, like I said, I think he, they, that team should have won more. It's kind of disappointing when you think about it. But overall, just Garnett, the way he kind of not only for the Celtics, but even on Minnesota, his intensity. Like, you don't see guys like that anymore. He, no. He's just 100 miles an hour all the time, intensity, bashing his head on the ball. It's just like he was one of those guys that is just great. And even before he came here, Big fan of his, and uh, so, yeah, it was a great moment for him. Yeah, I mean, there's people who feel like, the guy won run wing. Why are we putting him up in the rafters? He was a, Have you looked at the rafters? Have you looked at all the numbers that are up there? Yeah, well, that's the, the thing. You're going right? to tell me KG doesn't belong with those guys because what he meant to this Boston renaissance for Celtics basketball, you can't even totally calculate and compute it. Because there's just no way to totally encapsulate the impact that he has had on that team and in the franchise and to that team at that time winning. They do not win. They don't come close to winning Banner 17 without him. There was Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and I love him, but Big Al Jefferson? He's not Kevin Garnett. Second round, maybe losing, you know, seven games to the Cavs. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's your no. He that's your 2007-2008 season. From the top um, one and then, down. And then Paul Pierce wants out. to trade the next year to the Lakers, uh, and it all goes off the rails. Um, his intensity, like you said, unmatched. Um, and I did love love the ceremony uh, and the the power, the hug uh, between Ray Allen comes out and you know he's like good to see Ray Allen. He and comes out and Spears. gives, him, which I was actually kind of surprised to see him there, like just because it's been so weird with all yeah. of them. And then Pierce comes running out, and they have a big little group hug. Um, it actually would have been doubly funny if Scal in that moment decided to jump up and like also like jump oh, in. God. And you got Big Baby <laughs> running in from like the third deck, and Perk coming out of nowhere. Rondo, Nate Robinson there. jumps on his back, and yeah, falls over. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was definitely good. Um. Both of mine are gonna end up being tweets, uh, in, in a sense, but. With all like the news about quarterbacks coming out of retirement and, you know, there's, you know, speculation about who's – I love this. This from Pro Football Focus – or, sorry, pardon my take. The Steelers if Big Ben tries to come out of retirement. <laughs> Just shutting the door. No, 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 okay. Come <laughs> uh, back. That's enough. See you later. See ya. Um, uh, odds of uh, Ben Roethlisberger coming out of uh, retirement, Christian. Negative 10%. Negative 10%. I think our math people might say that that's actually a positive. I don't know how negative percentiles work. Um, anywho. Well, like most things, I just made it up. So Imaginary numbers. Um, yeah, 0.0. 0. Uh, so, anywho, uh, that's what's hot. What is not? Do you have – I see what you've written here. i got to see if I can find find some imagery here for you. Yeah, the uh... – yeah, I meant to. I meant to find the clip. the The Memphis Grizzlies and the Oklahoma City Thunder yesterday, I believe it was yesterday. Uh, both came out on the court in white uniforms, 
And the referees were like, how the hell are we supposed to tell who's who? Uh, Memphis, go back and change jerseys. <laughs> so, yeah, that uh, that immediately rose to the top oh, of my list because... Here we go. This is fantastic. Can't beat that. Someone screwed up. Uh, for our live viewers, you'll be seeing it momentarily. There we go. <laughs> Oops. Some equipment intern just got fired. Yeah, how the hell are you supposed to call a foul? <laughs> <laughs> white, um, uh, eggshell white, number three, um, off-white, number four. Yeah. Like, if you're looking at this screen right now, it's really hard to tell who's who. Yeah. Hey, now we know what it's like for colorblind people to watch, you know, Thursday night color rush between, like, the Bills and the Jets. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Good job, the NFL. the gray team has the ball. Wee! Um, that's an all timer. That's hysterical. Yeah, so I believe Memphis went back and changed their jerseys after that because the refs were like, "What the hell are we gonna do with this?" <laughs> hey, shirts versus skins. Uh, Memphis, just yeah. take them off. Just <laughs> take them, them inside off. out. <laughs> yeah, turn them inside out. That would be great. <laughs> uh, uh, my not. Once again, he was in the, the just smorgasbord of knots that we had last week, and he found a way. This is almost like uh, Shaq working in Anus Cantor and uh, JaVale McGee into Shaq and a Fool. Uh, big Baby, man, just continues to, to give us. <laughs> this is him. <laughs> I think at halftime, cut down on the court, goes and grabs a ball. And it's like, oh, let me just get the shot in quick. If it'd be one thing if he like cashed it, but of course he bricks it off the back iron. Yeah, this is a very big baby. Yeah, sticking out his tongue too. I mean, I'm impressed he didn't like pull a hammy or something because he did. He did try to really get into this jump shot. All the body into it, brick. It's uh, like from that, that movie. I think it's the Long Game Polly, right? I, rain dance, and he just breaks every <laughs> shot. Make and it I, rain. And I mean, he literally is like, who's the, the the guy, the meme guy that does like all the basketball? He's like doing like the three point shooting contest, and he's just like he shoots from his side. He's just like bricking it off the side <laughs> over. Yeah. He's got the goggles. That's what he reminds me of. I gotta try and find that. Um, of course, too, he also has to. He's like starts running because it's like, yeah, I'm only gonna get one. I'm only gonna get one chance, and I gotta get it back to section three thirty before somebody takes my seat. <laughs> he said, "Oops," and just ran out of the building. Uh, I gotta try and find. Uh... Not the greatest shot attempt I've ever seen. I gotta try and find. Oh, right, here we go. This is this is what it reminds me of. <laughs> if it will play, if it will play. Agree to cookies. Yes, fine, sure, whatever. I just want to show it on my show. <laughs> There's a big baby. Clank. Buckets. Clank. <laughs> Clank. That was big baby. So that was my knot for this week. Big uh, baby's <laughs> a fan favorite of yours, huh? Evidently so. I mean, hey, if he's going to keep like pulling stunts at Celtics games, I guess. Yeah, I know. You might as well throw him on there. <laughs> might as well throw him on there. I mean, there, there, there obviously wasn't a whole lot to hate uh, from this past week because... Well, we don't hate anything, sir. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot to not like. 
That's so why it's called to... not and not 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 hate. Not not hate. We don't call it the love hate segment. That one would exactly. get us in trouble. Um <laughs> anywho, um so along with the retirement of Kevin Garnett's jersey was a game in which the Boston Celtics once again have their hearts ripped out by Luka Doncic. <laughs> and Spencer Dinwiddie, unfortunately. And, yeah, I mean, the Dinwiddie one, it's like, whatever. I mean, they triple-teamed Luka because they were like, please, not again. We're not going to let you. I don't care if you're at midcourt. We are not letting you take a sidestep three and beat us again with a dagger shot. But, you know, he makes the play that leads to them winning. Um, your thoughts on the game itself and, you know, just kind of as we go week to week here, the Celtics are one of these teams that I think we believe could be one of the best in the East, but also has this little bit of an itch back here. They could easily lose to anybody at any given time. Yeah. Yesterday was a weird game. I thought both teams were not great. Uh, but in all honesty, I think the Celtics should have won this game by like double digits almost. I mean, I, it was a weird game. I think, uh, you know, initially when I was watching, I was like, ooh, this is like the old Celtics. But I kind of stepped back a little bit and said, not really, because I think they're doing some of the same things that they've been doing. Uh, guys just were missing shots, and Jalen Brown was kind of a non-factor. I think Tatum, he didn't shoot the ball well. He had 21 points, but they were they were blitzing him most of the night, I would say, most of the day. And uh, he was still getting rid of the ball, as he has been doing. But guys were missing shots. So it was either Grant Williams and Der- – I mean, Derek White is just – God, I-, I like his energy and anything, but he can't shoot worth a damn. I mean, he's like – him and Grant Williams, I think, were like O of 8 or O of 6, something like that. Uh, Jalen Brown was not great, like I mentioned. Um, he, he did mon- have a He had a monster dunk. dunk. Yeah, a monster and dunk. then hyped up and high-fiving with KG – like, that's the sort of stuff that would bring the roof down. Oh, yeah. No, um, and it did. I mean, the crowd was electric because, I mean, they were wired for the whole day because of the whole atmosphere, which was great. <laughs> Garnett has everybody um, on speed. But the problem was it, it they, they lost. You know, and you may yeah. said before the game, it, it everything is better when you win. Um, yeah. But I also don't – I want to see where they go with the next game. I don't feel like it was as bad as I initially thought when I was watching. You know, it kind of took a step back, looked at it, you know, bigger picture. I don't think they did anything out of the ordinary. I just think guys were just brick bricking shots. And yeah, that's a game where you say like, Oh, Josh Richardson could have helped you make a shot here. Cause you know, one of those two guys, Grant Williams or Derek white hits a three, the game is over. I mean, it's just like, and then they, uh, you know, of course the dagger three by Dinwiddie. So a tough shot makes a three or whatever. Tip yeah. your cap. And, and Tatum almost splashes a desperation heave too. Um, so over time, who knows? Um, obviously they're still in a good spot. They're fifth, I believe, right now, a game back of the Bulls. The Bulls, who are tumbling. I mean, obviously they still have a good record, but um, I think now that they've lost first place, I do not think they will recover <laughs> first place in the East. Um, the Seventy Sixers, the Bucks, the Heat. These are all the teams rounding into form. Uh, so <laughs> Chicago, it's like we were, we were there at the midpoint. And where they're going to be at the end point, who knows? Yeah. Um, so that was the things from Celtics land. Uh, anything, any news? Do we have other whispers on the wind for the NHL trade deadline? There was a trade, but it was it was a nothing trade. So it was something in Anaheim out west. I don't I don't really care. 
Uh, but I will say that should be heating up here. I think it's, uh, let me just double check. It's coming up here soon next week, uh, Monday, March 21st, so a week from today. So there will be something to talk about, I believe, next week, because I think the Bruins will do something. And then, you know, around the league, usually closer to the deadline, things get done. So there, there will be some guys moving. Uh, Which is next Monday. That The deadline will be come and gone when by the time we take to the airwaves next week. Did you? Did you just do a host weren't listening? I just said that. Oh, I guess I did. I was pulling <laughs> up. I was pulling up. Uh, I was just taking a brief peek uh, at uh, big names uh, who could be going to ask you about them. But I guess, yes. Now, now, finally, you caught ah, me. The tables have turned, sir. The turntables. Um, yes. When the That feels good. Listening. That feels good to be on this side of it. I really, I really <laughs> like this. It happens to the best of us. So, all right, fine. I'll ask my question then. Who are the biggest names that you expect to be moved? Yeah, tough to say, but I would say guys. So originally it was going to be Vancouver, maybe JT Miller, guys like that, but they're kind of in the mix. So they're probably not moving. I would say Chikrin was one that was on the Bruins list, uh, but he is down with an injury now. So I don't even know about him. Um let me see if I can find a few names that actually might move. Phil Kessel is one that might move. I mean, it's not going to take a lot to get him, and he's kind of, I don't know, he's hes down the line. I mean, Chikrin to me was really the target. He's a big defenseman, uh, young kid too, young guy. Um, but with him out two to four weeks, I don't know what, what the situation will be there. He's still young, though, so he's got tenure. He's got, he's got terms still, so he might move. Uh, from there, you're looking at guys like Phil Kessel, I believe. So veteran guys. And Arizona is a mess, so they're probably going to you know, sell off pieces. Uh, Kessel, I would not be surprised if he goes to some type of contender because I think it's probably going to take like a fourth rounder, fifth rounder, something like that. He, he is kind of – he's like minus – like his career plus minus like minus 80. He's not very good until he's on a contender like Pittsburgh. Um, outside of that, I have not heard many names that are ready to move here. So – I think things will start moving. I know, you know, the the Avalanche was traded for a D-man from the Ducks, but it was nothing. It's not like a star or anything going in either direction. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. Uh, it jogged my memory, by the way. I had a much better uh, hot than a simple tweet. And hockey jogged my memory. Was watching the Paralympics. Uh, Team USA, the the sledge hockey, just inspirational. Like I mean, talk about and, and just the whole all the the Paralympic athletes. You know how e thing the things we complain about. Like I've been standing. I, I had a long day. I've been on my feet all day, and it's like I oh, mean my feet hurt. You know I'm standing here doing the show. Kind of can't wait to sit down. Um, then you like you go and you plop yourself on the couch, grab a beer, some chips. Oh, and here's guys with no legs, some of them, uh, out there, Why elite not? level athletes playing yeah. hockey. Ridiculous. And some of the, I mean, obviously, I I saw them play China, who was just not up to the to the challenge whatsoever. First team USA, but even still, like the skill level that these guys have, given oh, yeah. their disability, Ridiculous. insane. I mean, some of and shots like getting able to like really elevate some of the, these wrist shots. I was just, it's just always inspiring. It does not get enough hype. 
you know, to like, go, go watch the Paralympics. Uh, you should, because it gives you a lot of perspective on things you, you might take 100%. for granted. And it's also still, it's sports. If you like sports, it's sports. It's fun to watch. I make no it's mistake. Easy. These, these, I guess overall, just people in general, these people that are in this are athletes. I mean, like, it's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent better athletes than me. Or you, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely you. I don't know about me, but Duh, okay. Yeah. I'm just yeah. When's the last oh, yeah, time no, I, I would we, get told on? We got That's one of the things me? we got to do. Maybe that's what should go on the 360 sports show. TikTok is a little, uh, one-on-one basketball action. That's what the, that's what the viewers want. I don't know if anybody wants that. <laughs> throw some, uh, throw some hype music to it. I- Look, I think you would probably go down as the ugliest shot in history if we went on TikTok with that. I think, I think, I I would be willing to bet that we have friends who are listening right now who would be willing to document such an event. We could get some super slow-mo action. You know, it looks like I'm going up for some big dunk, and then you just finger roll it up and in. And then I just come out of nowhere and just swat it. Get it out of here. <laughs> swat it. That's why I get that old man basketball back you in, just give you the... Pump fake, pump fake, pump fake. And then that hideous shot of yours, way over the the arching shot that somehow goes in. Oh no, the shots were fine, man. It's it's here. It's all here now. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. That's what I'm saying. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. You have True, yeah. The shot is no longer back here. It's right here. My God, that thing was ugly. Right there. Ooh. Hey, ugly. Uh, a wise man named Red Arbach once said, "It doesn't have to be pretty as long as it goes in." I'll be honest, I haven't played basketball since maybe the last, the last time, we, time played. we played basketball. Yeah. So <laughs> just like twenty fifteen. Jeez. Yeah, if that. A long, long time ago. Uh Christian, any other news or notes? Did we miss anything? Comment section. Did we miss something else? I mean, I know there was like a million we could sit here and dissect every little free agent. Cousins back to the Vikings. We miss that. Oh no. Uh that's exciting stuff. Um I think we'll have more because this is really, you know, what's crazy. This is just the tampering period. So I yes. think uh, this is just the beginning. Think, and also, there's some there, there's still some big names on the board. So we'll have more to kind of cover with the NFL as it goes forward here. Because Allen Robinson, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, there's still a bunch of big names on the board. Obviously, J.C. Jackson taken down, but you know, signed by the Chargers. But outside of that, still some big names up there. And I think you know, it only takes one to get things rolling. Yes, yes, and we will have plenty next week at a regularly scheduled An NHL time. trade deadline, so it's going to be a lot of movement here across sports. And we have MLB free agency, NFL free agency, NHL trade deadline all coming up here. And also the NBA playoffs are going to be starting in about, what, 20 days now? Yes. 30 days, something oh, like that. So Right around the corner. We're peaking. Crazy. Oh, I mean, again, Things we could have gotten into the minutia of, I say we're just going to wait and talk about it after the fact. March Madness, baby. You know, uh, we, we didn't really hit on any of that, um, but that's coming too. You know, brackets announced. Well, yeah, March um, Madness has turned into half of March and April Madness. So, I, you know, I lose madness. track of these things. Yeah. Spring Madness. Uh, but we will have, we will certainly uh, be hitting on that. We'll have to do brackets. That's what we'll have to do. We'll have to do brackets that we'll see how quickly they get busted. The only other good news that I have, I'll I'll end you, I'll end it with this. You'll is... end me with this. <laughs> I will, <laughs> and I'll end you with this. 
we sprung forward and now we have daylight past 4:30 so uh you know now we are moving into the uh the peak time so what do you care about daylight exciting. when's the last time you oh, got sunshine daylight. no i'll tell you I'll you don't tell look you it i tell you what i stay in i mean look i work you know it's not like i'm just sitting around like you outside watching sports all day like come on <laughs> some of us have real jobs you know, well, to be fair, you're up till like four thirty in the morning. Yeah, so that you want to you want to come do do what I do till two o'clock in the morning. You're more than welcome. You can come help me out, fix box scores. No, you do Any, that no, no, no. anytime. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> leave that, leave that to me. End you with that. <laughs> end you with that. Ah, and we will end the show on that note. So thank you for everybody who tuned in and listened here. If you didn't catch the oh, entire yeah, buzzer show, buzzer beater question. Buzzer beater question for future football consideration. Would Gronk have been as good a tight end if Brady had not been his QB or Belichick Brady's coach? Oh, we will have an answer for you next time on the 360 Sports Show. We'll have to ponder the question (laughs) and get back to you with a succinct answer and not a rushed answer. So tune in next week for the answer to that question and much, 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 much more. Uh, Mondays at 7.30. You like and trades? You, you like you like money? You like signing places? We're coming at you next Monday. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and if you can't catch us live, you can catch us as a podcast through Sounder FM or wherever you get your podcast from. He's Christian Lauber. I'm Andrew Pizzelli. Have a good night, everybody. If you know, you know. <laughs>